Welcome to the Unlocking Athletic Potential podcast with Ian and Johnny. Discussing our passions of sport, OCR, running, and fitness to help you perfect your craft. Welcome to the fourth episode of Unlocking Athletic Potential podcast. I am Johnny Tew, and with me is my co-host Ian Deeth. For those that are new to our show, a quick intro. I am originally from the U.S. and Ian's from the U.K., and we both currently now live in Asia. We are hybrid endurance athletes competing in a range of sports, especially in obstacle course racing as part of the 2020 Spartan Pro Team. So for this year, we both had clear goals and directions for our 2020 season. Unfortunately, with the whole COVID situation affecting everyone, our plans were scrapped. In today's episode, we'll dive into what our original plans were for the season, adjustments we have had to make to adapt to the current situation, and our focus as we set new goals for the year. So Ian, kicking things off, uh, what were your goals for the 2020 season and what adjustments have you had to make because of the current situation? So this season, I was really looking forward to going out to the US. And in particular, I'd highlighted the stadion race in LA as my A race. I haven't been to the States for a long time. I know that most of the top athletes are out there in the US. And the event I enjoy the most is the stadion format. I absolutely love it. I did four stadions last year, one in Abu Dhabi, one in China, one in Singapore, and one in Taiwan. And they were my four favorite races. So I always want to compete in the races, not necessarily if they're the championship races, just the races that for me are the most exciting and have the highest level of competition within the race format I enjoy the most. And I felt like I would get that in August, uh, end of July, sorry, in that stadion race. So the plan was to kick off the season with the SEA series in Vietnam, compete in all of the SEA series races, but not really training specifically for those races, training for the stadion format. And there was a stadion race in Korea, which would have been my big race in Asia leading up to that. Fly off to the States where there was the State Farm stadion race, then spend some time in Boulder, Colorado, I was going to hook up with Jack Bauer and a couple of the other Spartan pros, get some training with some of those guys, which would have been an awesome experience for both being in in an area which I've never visited, but also training with some of the top Spartan pros, listening to what they do. And then from there, head off to LA and just see how I could do. And then after August, after I get back to Singapore, just see how the rest of the season looks, what races are available to me in Asia. And if I feel like I want... Uh, a different challenge to maybe focus on that longer Spartan race distance and, and head towards Abu Dhabi, which would, I think, be an incredible experience. Or just focus on the local scene in Asia and do the very best at competing here, possibly the APAC championships or just races that take my fancy. And obviously, if there's a, a stadion in Asia that I could compete in, then I would make that my A race. But COVID-19 struck. Vietnam didn't happen. And very quickly, I had to adjust and change my goals. So the first race that was available to me was uh, somewhere in the Middle East. But at that stage, I was, let's say, more optimistic that the rest of the races would happen around March, April. So I wanted to give myself as much as a foundation as I could leading into into the season. So I decided not to do that race. And then obviously, as the COVID-19 situation became more clear, The Philippines race came up. At that stage, we could still travel. Uh, I felt it was safe to do so. And obviously, the both of us went out there, raced pretty well, had an amazing time finishing. Obviously, you won that race. I was just behind you. (laughs) 
in second place. And then that was the only Spartan race I did that year. Um, I managed to get a 5K personal best in at the beginning of March, which was great. And one of my big aims was to knock down my 5K PB. And then from there, I've not really set myself any goals. It's, it's difficult to know what races might or might not be happening. So in terms of race-specific goals, I haven't really thought about it. In terms of other goals, I can focus on things that are within my control. I've been setting my own little challenges. So throughout the month of May, I've been trying to improve my handstand. In the past, it's something I haven't focused on, but I've always kind of wanted to do. So in the month, in the month of May, my, my goal was to try to hold a 30-second handstand and I've been practicing at least 20 minutes a day. And I feel at the end of this month, that can happen. June, I'm going to stick to the one-arm pull-up, try and get that going. And then I guess July, August, September, I might set future goals or the race calendar might start to open up and there might be more obvious things happening that I can channel towards. If the races still don't happen, then I'll start focusing on time trials, particularly 5K, and trying to reduce my time in the 5K as much as possible. So I will switch my focus to home challenges and a 5K time trial. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, like it's with this current situation, again, as we kind of spoke about this a little bit in our first episode, um, how our training program is currently and what, what brings it about that we're focusing on the things we are because of the current situation. But for myself, um, the goals of the year, I had one main goal for the year going into this season was originally aiming and hoping and training, well, really training for it and believing that I know I can dominate the season for uh, the Vietnam races. Because uh, I don't know if you guys know, but I personally have a, my background is that I am Vietnamese. And that would have been a good one for me to go back to the motherland and actually compete and race there. And at the same time, when that race was scheduled, my family was actually going to fly out to Vietnam. Coincidentally, it wasn't on purpose just because of the race. It just so happened that the time frame worked out perfectly. So that was going to be my A race for the early part of the season. But as for the rest of the season, originally, I don't think I had anything planned. Because within the past three years, I say... I've raced a little too much than I expected, and it's been good. Uh, luckily, there has been no major injuries, no setbacks, and race performance has been doing well. But I know I should really consider more. Uh, I need to take more time to focus on quality building of my own tra- uh, session training sessions, my career paths, and a couple of things I have on the pipeline. So major goal for the year originally was focusing on those pipeline goals outside of racing, and now I have this opportunity to do so. So not so much change on that. But within racing, the 2020 season for me was picking and choosing. And even though we weren't exactly sure what the schedule was originally coming in towards the beginning half of the year, I knew I was going to race in Hong Kong and whatever the C-Series had to go with. But for the rest of the season, I was open. It was just going to be whichever fun destinations I haven't been to, just any place that happened to work on my schedule. Being currently that I am in Indonesia, I was I really wanted to tackle some of the races they have locally. So that was one of my major goals also, to check out the local competition, um, see what I can learn from within the rural racing world, the trail running scene here, and couple the mixed type of strength-based and endurance-based competition that they have every once in a while. So a little bit of those hybrid, similar like OCR, but a little bit more strength-based on some of these. So those are some of the things I was interested to check out. But now with uh, this whole situation changing, the only thing that has really changed is now I have more time to focus on uh, a couple of things on the pipeline. So focusing on work, my career path, building out my coaching program, 
and the rest with my uh, racing schedule, I'm not too bummed because in the first place, I wasn't too hectic on having a crazy pack schedule for this year. The one thing, the two things I knew I was going to go race was the Vietnam race, which now is not happening, of course. And then Abu Dhabi was hopefully the the race I was going to tackle at the end of the year for the world champs, because now it's a little bit more accessible for this part of the world. And now it's easy for us to race in a non uh, elevation based type of course. So, yeah. I think it's tricky where the previous world championships have always been in the U S and always been at altitude which favors runners that are from the U.S. training at altitude, which the majority of the Spartan population are not. And while the Americans have had that on their doorstep all these years, Abu Dhabi seems like quite good middle ground. And I think it would give an equal opportunity for Spartans from across the globe to come together and battle it out. Everyone is flying into a new destination, which is is not their homeland. So it, it evens the playing field. That's the beauty of it, right? Because I think well, the way me and you met was racing in Malaysia. We were both traveling to right for a weekend. A lot of my races take part because of destinations I was going to originally fly to anyways or places I do want to visit and see. So a lot of my races is not just about race itself. It's about experience the culture, the food, um, that adventure, and going out to different locations to check out what sites there are to discover. And me being an American, I will, you know, I've been to Tahoe a couple of times, not for the Spartan race, but for like the ski resorts and for a couple of the festivals. But it's not high end on my priority list to fly back for the world champs only because if I'm going to fly back to the U.S., I'm going to go home. And that's my top priority. And if I'm going to make that flight and timing is a little bit of a, a um, important factor. So if I'm going to make that flight there, I tend to go home. So but now being it. In Abu Dhabi, I've been there before and I definitely do want to go back there because there's more things to see and there's more locations around the area. So that was the original goal for this year. Things have definitely changed and and because with those changes, I think my initial goals now are focusing on building up my uh, training with elevation in the treadmill that I have now in home, uh, having some, building up some of my weaknesses that I, I found throughout the year or certain things that I have been lacking or just been avoiding to train because of lack of time and races that we have or because certain courses did not favor those skill sets but now i can work on those skill sets and and other goals i have in mind so it has been a bit of a blessing in disguise of course but i don't think i take it negatively and i think we both spoke at this conversation we i think we've adjusted our own personal goals accordingly absolutely do you think that people place too much emphasis on the championship races the world championship races as in this is the be all and end all because for me I really enjoy the Spartan sprint races and the stadion races. Spartan put a big emphasis on their championships on being the longer distances. So if you look at the kind of the three major championships, you have the ultra world championships, which is a 24 hour event. You have the Spartan world championships, which is a beast half marathon distance. And then you have the trifecta weekend, which is a sprint, a super and a beast over a two-day weekend, although this year, if it happens, we'll be over three days back-to-back. I get the biggest buzz and the biggest kick out of the sprint races or the stadium races. So when they eventually do announce the Stadion World Championships, that is something where that would be a like the major focus for the season. And I can see other people feel the same way about the Spartan World Championships. But for me in Abu Dhabi, it is tempting to do that but the same weekend um, is Twickenham in the UK Mm. and even though the competition would certainly not be as high there that race bizarrely has more appeal for me because I absolutely love the stadium races 
and I used to work at Twickenham as a steward. Oh, I was, um, yeah, when I was at university. It's one of the most incredible stadiums for me in the world. That race just has so much more appeal. And there's the, the Paris Stadion race the weekend before. So if I was going to try to take some time out of my schedule, that combination of doing Paris and London back-to-back, which is quite easily accessible through the Eurotunnel, this is obviously presuming that these races go ahead in mm-hmm. end of November, December, just feels more attractive to me than the Spartan World Championships, which for 99% of people probably doesn't make sense. I mean, that comes down to like the factor of goal setting, right? Like the goal and the focus that you've been doing then, that the ones that you enjoy has been these short distance races. And not to say short distance races are pretty much just as hard as a long distance race because the intensity will factor in except the duration of time changes, right? Let's put it in perspective with other sporting realm outside of OCR. When other sports have their championships, their, their, their national series, their world cup or whatever it is it's within the same realm of what they do on a regular basis within their season so distance duration time effort base everything all that stays within the same and then that absolutely makes sense for that one championship or or the national cup to be the end-all be-all of that sport and we understand like we can see that but within the sport that we partake in as of currently uh, OCR has very much different distances and different sections of it, right? So what one person prioritizes as their goal and specialty does not naturally uh, mesh with the world, the championship itself, which is okay. I think I, th- I personally have never had a massive drive to go to the world champs. I would love to compete. I have within our competitive nature, we do want to see how we stack against the field, but within certain reasons and what we attain as our personal goals and where we see our priority stands, that's how we decide where we decide to go or not. And yeah, I absolutely yeah. agree with what you're saying. There. It's one of the only sports where the game in terms of the race distance just completely changes. But that's also the great um, thing about, that is also the great thing about our sport, right? We are, we, because of that, we build this versatility to adapt to different distances, different obstacles and all these things that do come about. And I have to say within our own performances throughout all these races, we've had held our own. But if you want to specialize for the world championship, I think we've heard this many times before, you want to do that specifically. And I think that yeah. has to be, that at the end of the day has to be your goal if you were to do that. For sure, man. When, when it comes to your clients, because obviously you're coaching several athletes, particularly from the OCR world, how have you been going around their goal setting process for this year? Well, the funny thing is actually a lot of my OCR clients, my, my coaching clients, I put them on a lot of the running type goals. So we focus less specifically on the OCR side, but more on the running build outside or overall fitness build out. And depending on their fitness level, wherever it is, the goal, we do have a monthly goal that we set regardless of whatever races, because there's pretty much no races happening at the moment. I give them a distance based goal that we can attain within that reason, within reason. And within that month, our goal is to, maximize their potential for that one specific distance and throughout different months through progression, we'll build them out for a longer and longer distance. And depending on if there's a race on the schedule, we'll backtrack on from there and we'll build that progression. But if there isn't, we're going to continue building up their base with this essential speed work, with long interval distances, uh, within the long run, just have them be able to bulletproof their body uh, with cross training and everything like that. And also build up a solid base that when a race does come up, they're able to attack that. Having these little minor goals of saying like, you know, we'll have a 1K time trial or a 5K time trial, even the 10K, the half marathon time trial, or we'll throw something weird like a race up a mountain. It doesn't matter what distance it is. We're going to have you race up that mountain. And from then on, we'll have a benchmark to reset within the end of the month or 
X time frame in order for them to see that they are progressing, achieving these new speeds in their mind or this potential threshold that they didn't expect to be having. So by having these small attainable goals, they don't necessarily need a race to be their deciding factor to unlock their their own training or potential. We have these goals in order to do this by themselves. So in the long run, this is a more of a progression that they can keep that's highly attainable versus just having a rate running up for things to feel fulfilled and seeing their progression from there. Yeah, certainly. I think if we are or our clients or our friends or whoever in the sport, if you're seeing progress, there is something you can celebrate. We do want to be racing, but then if we can't, maybe time trials, virtual races, setting other types of goals, I think at this stage is crucial just to keep the motivation going. And then one of the best thing is like if they're if I'm grouping if I'm coaching a group of friends, having them together to push each other just as a regular fun race, like things that you may normally do it with the neighborhood growing up, racing with our with our neighbors or having fun races with our friends, like that kind of mentality sets them up as a goal to one up each other in a, in a sense to help them build further in the long run. Stepping into things, how do you see yourself setting your future goals coming up? So 2019 was probably my most successful year in Spartan. It was the first year I wouldn't, I would say that I didn't really have a serious injury of types. I had the odd niggle. I felt healthy approaching every race. I went into that season with the aim of trying to win the SEA series. That didn't happen. Um, out of the three races, two of those races, I was really happy with. The third race w- was just not great. And so when the series finished in August, I looked at the rest of the year, the year and the races that I could attend. And because of my job as a teacher, it would have been tricky for me to really race outside of Asia. And I saw that towards the latter end of the year, there were three Spartan Ultras. Now, prior to... June of that year, I'd never ran over 20 kilometers in training. I'd done a few beasts, but I hadn't really extended my long long run after 20 kilometers. Obviously, my background is sprinting. The Spartan races I like best are the shorter Spartan races, even though they're still completely different from sprinting. It's called the Spartan Sprint, but it's you know, on the face it is an endurance event. So I thought, okay, let's let's tackle one of these ultras let's give this a shot i've never been able to run a, a long distance um they're obviously 50 kilometers in length minimum this could be quite exciting if i managed to achieve this so i had a five-month window to build up my endurance and so i used any races in between august to the end of november when the spartan ultra in Johor, malaysia took place to basically find out what I could do. And there was one weekend where I ran a beast and then 30 minutes later did the Spartan trail. And that allowed me to test my nutrition. And yeah, the aim was to produce my best possible performance at an ultra. I knew at that stage in the season, I'd podiumed in a stadion sprint, super and beast to get the full set in the same calendar year. I knew only two male athletes had completed that before, which were Peter Ziska and Robert Killian. So when I found out that statistic, which was about a month before, it really, really made me hone in on trying to produce a best possible performance at this race. I was really happy with how I did. I, some of my longest training run was 42 kilometers uh, at McCritchie. So it was on the trails as well. And I was really happy with that run. Every I did 10 kilometer, four 10 kilometer laps. And in between each, I did a little circuit in between just to 
shake the system up and make it a tiny bit more Spartan specific. And that was about eight weeks out. And then just use races to trial different footwear, backpacks, nutrition. And so when that race came along, it really was the best performance I could have produced at that moment in time. I crossed the line, luckily in, in third place. So I did hit that podium. That was the goal at, at the end of the season, but it changed as, as, as things went along. I guess I have to now be adaptable for this 2020 season for when different things arise as well. I think that's the, that's the key, right? The adaptability of this current situation and how we are planning out our goals. There's goals we have for our, our life or in the career paths or things we have on the other side. But being as an athlete, we have to be currently really adaptable for what has to be happening. We have to be able to see what races do come about. But at the end of the day, our goal has to be about ourselves, how we want to elevate ourselves in our training or how do we want to build up our own programming in order to still be able to be competitive when things do come about. Because they will. It's just going to take some time. So I don't think any of us should be like thrown out or thrown or, or be in super nervous reg of, of, of tackling the situation when there's no races on the line. But I think we could use this time and opportunity to set new goals for us uh, regardless of whatever race there is. Like being, you're setting, setting the goals of doing those one-arm pull-ups or, or those handstands. Those are the key items that it's fun, but they do tackle on certain aspects of your body that you never had to before, right? I'll just say to anybody out there, yes, I'm sure you had your goals for the season, but just find something else that's going to give you that, that satisfaction of making you feel happy. It ne- doesn't necessarily need to be winning a race or winning a series or competing in a race you can find happiness through other means and at the end of the day that's what we're all looking for right just to do something that that makes us feel great here's another side question i know we we, we go through this in depth but i don't think the, our viewers know about this um what makes you more happier or during these race situations like do you feel happier when you cross the line winning or or what, what what's your mindset for that it's a balance very much for me when it comes to running races it's quite easy to assess my performance because I don't look at the position. I'll look at the time. So, for example, if I'm trying to run a 10K personal best and I feel like I'm in shape to do that and don't achieve it, and I know the conditions were, were there to do so, then the position obviously doesn't matter because it's a time-based performance. With Spartan, it's a completely different situation. Every course is different. Every lineup is different. If I'm racing 10 John Albans and I finish 11th, it depends who's behind me to whether that is a good finishing position, a good result, where if my mum, my sister and my auntie turn up and I finish first, it's the result I'd expect. But I could have ran like absolutely one of my worst performances. So you've got to balance up everything to do with the race, who you're competing against, whether it's a race that is an A race for you. If you feel... Honestly, after assessing your race, whether you've done everything within your power you could possibly do to produce your best performance. On that start line, I'm going out to win every race, whether it's an A race, a race which is more in my wheelhouse, so a shorter sprint on flat terrain, or whether it's a beast which is not in my wheelhouse, which is would be you know more mountain terrain trails. I'm going out there and I'm going out to give my absolute all afterwards. I'll look at the finishing position and a podium is great. But at the same time, if I feel like I've produced my best possible performance, I can certainly go home and hold my head up high. I think the best example I could give was I flew into Windsor for the Spartan Super in October 2018. 
It was a loaded field. You had a lot of the boys from Nuclear Race in the UK, which is the top OCR club out there. You had all the Spartan UK pros pretty much racing, along with uh, Dan Corner, who's only ever been beaten by John Alban in UK Spartan races. Top 10 finish at the World OCRs as well. And John Alban was in that race himself. I finished seventh. And I ran what I felt was an absolutely brilliant race. I didn't finish on the podium. I was so chuffed when I crossed that finish line. I'd given it absolutely everything. I felt like my running was good. Happy with my obstacle proficiency. I ran a clean race. Yep, I finished seventh. But I finished that race feeling like it was a really strong performance. Let's compare that to Sarawak, the sprint race earlier this year. I finished on the podium. I finished third. And it was probably the second to worst race I ran last year behind my Singapore race. And I felt like my obstacle proficiency was sloppy. There were certain things that happened in a race which I didn't react well to. So, for example, I dropped my bucket and the stones fell out. So I had to replace my bucket and redo most of the bucket carry, which was frustrating. And after that, I let it defeat me a little bit, which had never happened really. You know, I usually have a very positive mindset in my races. Uh, I still managed to finish on the podium, but that really didn't feel great. I just knew that I hadn't attacked the race 100%. And it was gutting, to be honest. And yeah, so yeah, it's very much, I, I look at the result. Yes, I go out there to win. But if I don't, I'll assess the performance and try to work on the things that I haven't done so well. And if I've had a really strong race, look back on it, but still look for ways that I can further improve my performance. But how about yourself, Johnny, on that front? Is it all about the podium? Is it about the win? Is it about the result? Or Definitely, definitely, definitely one by one. Uh, when I, again, as we started this conversation, like the way I set my goals is based on what I have planned for the year and how I see myself growing within the year and where, which direction I want to take it towards. But of course, being an athlete, being competitive nature, I'm training to win. I'm stepping on that line to win and I'm not backing off from it. But however I finish, that's, that doesn't really matter as much, right? It could be a great race, a bad race, but I'd still walk away sometimes with the greatest feeling that I put it all out there. And I think at the end of the day for me, that's more important. Some people say that's, that's making an excuse for it, but it really isn't. It's a learning opportunity regardless of how it goes. And within these learning opportunities, I feel like I've built myself up as a better athlete for future races. So say one of my goals was to go back to uh, New York last year and compete in the stadium race that I, that, I, that I partaked in probably five, six years ago. It's been a while since I did uh, the City Field Stadium. And Got on, the, got on the course, was on the pro team last year also, was on a stack field with, with uh, incredible pro team athletes in the U.S. and finished, I believe, 19th, 20th, somewhere around there. And I was still happy. It's not what I'm used to, but I know uh, I'm also coming off a massive weekend relay race of 540 miles from LA to Vegas the previous week. So I knew my legs weren't there yet, but... I knew I gave it the best that I can, and that was was achievement for myself as a goal. That's how I feel about my races throughout Asia. There are races where I crossed the line winning and felt like I didn't really put it all out there. It's a win, yes, you feel great about it, but it wasn't my goal to just cross the line and win. It's it's knowing that I have pushed myself to that next level, or even have you on the line, Chris on the line, all the other friends like that we would normally see. We want each of us to push each other to race better, and I think that is more of an ultimate goal as a collective. Um, so the takeaway for me would be the way I set my goals is to be able to push myself and grow myself 
there will be failures, there will be learning experience, and those are all part of it within that goal setting in order to make me a better person. And that, my friends, is Unlocking Athletic Potential. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and taken something away with you to help you perfect your craft.